Divisive issues contains language unsuitable for children, adults, and any scrolls out there pretending to be children, and anyone who doesn't want spoilers. So just don't listen to this. We've got the strongest job growth since 1999. We produce more oil here for the first time. For the first time. For the first time. Our economy is growing like 1999. The crime rate came down for the first time. For the first time. For the first time. Get it. Get it. Welcome to Divisive Issues, a comic book podcast where we talk about comic books. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. Hey, guys. Hey. How about those election results from yesterday, right? Yeah, we have a new president. Did anyone guess that Gary Johnson's going to win? <laughs> I was going to make that fucking joke, goddammit. Wait, I thought Obama declared martial law and uh, started his third term. That's why we're doing these comics, right? I can't yeah. believe he pardoned all the voter fraud. Yeah. It was weird when he um, took away everyone's guns. That public execution of Trump was very <laughs> graphic. Well, first he took everyone's guns. Then he declared martial law, executed Trump, and now let in um, ISIS. Well, he joined ISIS. And... I- ISIL. I- say the, yeah, yeah, say yeah. the words. You won't even say the words. <laughs> and then he uh, made uh, Islam the national thing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been a crazy 24 hours, guys. Um, so... I-, I really hope that some of our listeners don't understand how podcasts work and think this is live. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I haven't seen the news. <laughs> I don't pay attention to politics at all. What's going on in the world today? Or, or they, li- our grandchildren listen to this in the Library of Congress and like, I can't believe 2016 was truly that bad. Yeah, you know, uh, divisive issues is making it to the Library of Congress one day. Yeah. When, when we're, uh, you know, executed for treason. <laughs> so okay, so what are we doing? So long and thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah. So because it's going to be Obama's. Uh, it's not going to be Obama's last year in office, but as far as you know, it is. But uh, <laughs> uh, So, uh, since Obama's uh, leaving office, we decided to... Uh, <laughs> to support it. Get out! <laughs> Get the fuck out! Your years are up, man! This is an hour and a half of us yelling at Obama. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Obama. This is the last time we could do this, this topic without being dated. Uh, uh, so, we're going to do Obama comics, because... When Obama became president, he was accused of being a celebrity uh, politician, something we don't have nowadays, thank God. <laughs> but but um, I forget that that was a thing that he was yeah. accused of. Yeah, so uh, uh, comics at a time were like, hey, let's cash in on this, basically, and make comics about Obama. And the most pop- most famous ones, the one we're doing first, it's about Spider-Man meets Obama. It's called Spidey Meets the President from Amazing Spider-Man 583. It's crazy that you can say something like, we're doing Obama comics today, because up until last week, I didn't know that was a genre of comic. <laughs> I don't know if genre is the word I would use. There's a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch. <laughs> but it's not like its own genre. Yeah. They're not like, we need more Obama comics. But we, yeah. we could do multiple episodes on, on just, just these, but like, we trimmed it down to like specific lists, catering a specific narrative. Yeah. Obama's like Dracula. He just shows up for a lot of comics for a while. Yeah. Obama's like Dracula. He drains our country dry. <laughs> <laughs> but, but just to give some backstory on this issue, this Obama story was created as a backup to a, a main Spider-Man issue. And uh, basically, this issue sold so well that the main issue became irrelevant. And when they reprinted it, they just reprinted the Obama cover on the front. <laughs> and they basically, it's only like, what was it, like five pages? Yeah, it's like five mm-hmm. pages. And the trade is the Obama cover as well. Really? Yeah. And uh, It's a good picture of Obama. Yeah, and yeah, he's he's pointing actually. at Spidey, who's hanging, and he says, "Hey, if you could, if you get to be on my cover, can I be on the dollar bill?" 
Because yeah. Obama's on the one dollar bill. Well, you get a lot of uh, you get actually a lot of more jokes from the same cover because all the reprints. Because it went into so many printings, are like, sheesh, guy gets elected and suddenly he's everywhere. Or, can we go inside now, Mr. President? It's freezing out here. Wait, is that last one a joke? It's freezing out here? Because it's January. It, so- it sounded like you made that up as a bad joke. But anyway, the creative team is, it's written by Zeb, Zeb Wells, who wrote one of the darkest Spider-Man stories ever written. <laughs> yeah. And, this one. Yeah, this one. Obama as president. <laughs> the true nightmare. The darkest timeline. <laughs> okay, and I love this artist, so I have no idea how to pronounce his last name. Todd Nayuk? Na- Na- that can't be right. No. Do you, what, what do you know him from? Because I only I, He did Young Justice in the 90s. He did Young Justice? Okay. Yeah. So we re- we ready to jump in? Let's yeah. do it. Cool. Always. So I vote we do. Uh, yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's change what we're doing right now and get into this. I hope it'll be good. <laughs> Obama. Right? <laughs> Why did you just say Obama? Because it's a joke, right? His whole campaign was about Obama. Obama, true. Okay, so Washington, D.C., the White House, January 20th, 2009, 7 a.m. It opens with Obama and... Where did you get a time? It doesn't say a time here. It does, too. Ours does in the In the trade, it does. Yeah. And uh, ours says U.S. Capitol, not White House. Well, the trade is revisionist <laughs> history. This is a real... We're reading the real shit right here. Okay, so I'm secondary source Ryan today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Obama getting dressed for his inauguration and his who who is this supposed to be? Some lady, I guess, whoever dresses we de- him. We definitely have different issues. Uh, go read the the one online, Ryan. What? This is the actual the trailer obviously augmented it to, to <laughs> give us some actual plot. Okay. Yeah, ours ours just opens up at the inauguration. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's well. I'm going through this because it's okay. still so short. All right. <laughs> so I tell to us to Ryan because okay. we don't have this part. Okay. So history is written by the victors. <laughs> he's getting <laughs> dressed and he's like, "Hey, how come your your company sent me two of the same suit?" And this lady closes the door and he goes, "There was no mix-up. I'm afraid that second suit's for me." And her skin gets all weird, and she attacks him. And then he's walking outside, uh-huh. and the Secret Service is like, "Everything all right, Mr. President-elect?" And not creepy at all. He goes, oh, yes, everything is according to plan. As someone on the other side of the door just goes, hey. And the person sees it says, plan me, Kaiko. <laughs> yeah. And then the Secret Service says, see you at the ceremony, Mr. President-elect. And so he gets in the he gets in the limo and drives away. And then at this point. Wait, he drives a limo? Okay. Secret Service drives away. <laughs> you have to tell the story accurately, Ryan. We don't see this. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. And then real Obama, who looks exactly the same, comes out and he says, Joe, stop that car. And Joe Biden's like, Barack, but but you just drove off. This is just like that episode of Knight Rider when the evil Michael and Obama cuts him off. He goes, enough Knight Rider trivia, Joe. That's an imposter. And he says, is that a thing Joe Biden does? Knight Rider trivia? I guess. And I guess it's just trying to play into that like dopey caricature of him. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. he's a gaff machine, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> and he, Joe Biden, takes the the keys from Secret Service, and he goes, "Hand over the keys. It's time to put all that Knight Rider knowledge to use." Scranton, Joe <laughs> Biden's driving now. So none of this oh stuff God. is in your copy. No, no. So our, our story takes place entirely by uh, Spider-Man's perspective. All we see is his perspective of the inauguration. That's so weird. This is so weird. I feel like I'm being like fed lies right now. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't how I remember the inauguration. Well, after Obama got elected, he uh, passed an executive order to change the comic to in his image. So True. he's like, I want more Joe Biden Knight Rider jokes. Because <laughs> in the original comic, he's just a victim of of chameleon, but here he's now he's getting the limo, he's driving and fucking crashing into cars and shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
So now it cuts to, meanwhile, outside the Capitol. And Peter Parker is running because he's, of course, late for the inauguration, which he's covering for, at this point, I guess, the front line. So who's working for it? Doesn't matter. So Peter, of course, forgot all his credentials because he's a fucking idiot and can't do anything right. So... Obviously, security here is so strong, he just jumps over a wall, and he's like, I don't need credentials, I've got Spidey credentials. But he gets caught by Senator John McCain. Oh my god, none of this is in <laughs> Yeah, this is not this is a fucking actual issue. I don't understand. They're like, we gotta add McCain in? We gotta add... <laughs> you're, like, you're like an old man that's misremembering <laughs> a story. I'm looking at it! Okay. Continue. Cool. What happens? What does McCain say? So John McCain's like, I know you, Peter. You're a famous photographer. I love all your pictures of Spider-Man. You have to remember the McCain voice. Hello, my friend. <laughs> Hello, Peter. <He's... laughs> so he goes, Hey, some of us still read newspapers, you know. I love your pictures of Spider-Man and the Bugle. I even bought your book. See, Obama added revisionist history that McCain still had a touch of stories in the papers. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Obama's tyranny. He's like making fun of Biden, making fun of McCain. Everyone but Obama. For some reason, McCain has press credentials on him, so he gives them to Peter. And he's like, thanks, Senator. And if I ever need Doc Ock's arm broken, I know who to call. What a strong handshake. (laughs) And then McCain looks right in the camera and he goes, I will not confirm any Supreme Court justices. (laughs) (laughs) Not today, not in eight years. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't say that. So then uh, fake Obama is like, He's about to be inaugurated in. What is it? Sworn in? Inaugurated. Sworn in. Yeah, inaugurated. And all of a sudden, another limo smashes into a limo, and from the smoky rubble comes Obama. And he says, everyone, hold on just a second. Yeah, okay. We're on, we're on the same timeline now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so- this is what it's like <laughs> listening to something where it's like you change the timeline, and then you go back <laughs> expecting everything to be normal, but then there's all these slight differences. This is Flashpoint. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ryan's actually from the original timeline versus the alter timeline. <laughs> Shit, Berenstein Bears or Berenstain Bears? <laughs> this is the real Mandela effect of Spider-Man. So then there's two Obamas. So the Secret Service goes, we've got two situations here. Two of the exact same situations. Uh, but President Obama's obviously a situation. That's what they call him in Secret Service because whenever Obama's there, it's a situation. Yeah, he was on the Jersey Shore, right? He was a situation. Yeah. And Peter thinks to himself, he ain't kidding. And whether it's shape-changing skull, scrolls, my old pal Mysterio, or just an out-of-work actor with bad driving skills, one thing's for sure, the future president's gonna need Spider-Man. And he swings in, and... I was thinking about how I feel like they're... I mean, they probably did a comic like this, but there's some person that maps everywhere Spider-Man's been, and they realize that Peter Parker's also been everywhere Spider-Man has been. <laughs> Because it's like, why did Woody just show up in, like, Washington all of a sudden? That's a long way away. Uh, there's plenty of times that he, Peter Parker's in, like, Italy, and then Spider-Man shows up. Like, I can't believe Spider-Man's here. I was here to <laughs> kill Peter Parker. <laughs> or, like, or h- how about when Peter goes on a book tour selling pictures of Spider-Man and every city that he goes to, Spider-Man shows up in? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's there to rep his image. I guess. But yeah, he's by means of the photographer. I, guess. I never leave Queens unless Peter Parker does. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated. Yeah, it's one of those things that you're like, I, I know, this is dumb. I can't also, in a world where... Uh, in a world. <laughs> in a world where shape changers exist, has this not been a problem in the past? For presidents? For Yeah, important people in general. Like, yeah, they're, they're, the chameleon has uh, replicated a bunch of important people in the past. Oh, spoilers. Like the, They don't have any kind of like... Uh, <laughs> fucking tests for this at this point 
They have, they have telepaths who should read people's minds, but I don't know. They didn't bring it up here. Well, no, they have a test. We're about to get to how they figure it I out. I know, but I mean, I, I feel like... I always think about this when I when I see how big the Marvel Universe is. Like, how they haven't adapted to the times enough. Like, how does the White House not employ a personal telepath bodyguard for the president? And that's that's one thing I always wonder, like... Because, like, they have technology for, like, Tony Stark is, like, futuristic, like, flying machines and stuff. But then the, the White House still uses fucking limits. Yeah, like, Where's the flying cars yeah. and shit? As if the military is not always the most cutting edge. Like, I, I felt that way, not to... I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything, but, like, watching Luke Cage, I'm like... You know, when you have people like this running around every day, you have aliens attacking New York, and the police are still using, like, nightsticks and pistols. It's like, how did this... How did they well, not say... Yeah. you watch Luke Cage, they addressed that in Luke Cage. But, but yeah. like, how did, it, how did it take no, that No, that's one of those things that's, like, pretty dumb when you have a long universe. Because I was reading a Silver Surfer story this morning where this woman's... Silver Surfer takes this, this lady's baby, and... That she's like, he was taken by an alien, and they're like, aliens, yeah, right. <laughs> and this is like 30 years into the Marvel Universe. Like, Galactus almost destroyed New York like three times. Well, to be fair, uh, whenever they talk about like Silver Surfer and the Galactus, a lot of people still believe it's a hoax conspiracy. Uh, just like Obama's presidency. <laughs> yeah, just like, <laughs> I gotta see the birth certificate to prove that they're from the Scroll planet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's uh, the test that Phil is talking about. I love this, actually. <laughs> so, uh, one Obama is like, this official government business. Get the wall crawler out of here. And Peter's like, hey, I've got a little experience with imposters, be they clones, robots, or Tobey Maguire. I can help. <laughs> well, about Andrew Garfield, the true imposter, because everyone knows Tobey <laughs> Maguire is the one true Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then other Obama, probably the real one, is like, everyone relax. Let's hear, let's hear out Spider-Man. He goes, listen, the easiest way to do this is to ask them both a question that only the real Barack Obama would know the answer to. And one of the Secret Service guys goes, what was your nickname on your high school's varsity basketball team? And fake Obama's like, that's silly. I'm a politician, not a... And then real Obama goes, Barry Obama. <laughs> They're like, that's not true. Then what was it? It was a basketball Obama. <laughs> I painted it right on my uh, uh, helmet. It's like, Helmet, have you ever even played basketball? And then another Secret Service guy's like, hey, maybe we should have a three-point shootout. And then before they're like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do this. Let's play basketball this, with this, this imposter uh, president. I mean, a, a, <laughs> shit, a fake Obama wouldn't be able to play basketball like real Obama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and fake Obama goes, where are we going to find a basketball diamond around here? Real Obama's <laughs> like, come on, guys. Seriously? And then... Uh, fake Obama gets really, really mad and pulls his mask off, and he's the chameleon. And he's like, he's mad because like, if I got sworn, I'll be president. Like, you, like no backsies on that. Like, yeah. yeah. If if I had gotten to the podium and got sworn in, and that's why uh, uh, this is short but funny. Like, the, like that. That there's just that one joke about the basketball thing. Then Spider Man says, "You hear that, chameleon? The president elect here just appointed me secretary of shutting you up." <laughs> and he punches him in the face, and and yeah. later. Uh, Obama's just saying to himself, honestly, I'm more upset by the chameleon's shockingly deficient understanding of the electoral process. <laughs> which is pretty funny. This is a very, like, 60s kind of comic set in yes. the modern day, which yeah. is kind of why it's kind of uh, charming. Yeah, it's, like, cheesy and hokey, it's, but it's so it, it knows it. Yeah. yeah. And then Obama's like, I w- I've been a huge fan of yours, Spidey, for a long time, so I just want to say thanks, partner, and they, they pound their fists. And they pound each other. they fist each other and they pound each other and then obama gets uh, obama gets sworn in wow there is some revisionist history thing you got there and uh he does say barack hussein obama that's important Mm -hmm. 
and he sw- he gets sworn in. That's not that's not an original version. They fucking edited that in. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't edited by Obama. It was edited by the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah McCain. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Spidey says, "I think." He said this earlier, but I forgot it. He says, I think Biden's still mad because I confused him on the, for the vulture that one time. I don't know if that's uh, referencing anything. I hope it is. That's how they look. They're both I, I old guess. men. They both are old people. I guess. And then Spidey's like, it's, I guess it's time to head back to New York. It looks like Washington is in capable hands. Uh-oh, I think Biden sees me. The end. Yeah. And that's election day. Yeah. So Very this good. was like a one example, probably the most popular example of like when people people at this time were shoving Obama into their comics just to sell books, shoving Obama into their heroes like Spider-Man. Yeah. And uh, and this was one of the most popular examples of it. Yeah. What do you guys think? I just it's so weird that it's the cover of the trade because it's like seven pages and it's like a seven issue trade. <laughs> if this went on for like a, a whole comic length issue, I would say this sucks. But the fact that it's just a few funny jokes, uh, Obama and Spider-Man hanging out. And then they're making fun of Chameleon, and then that's it. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. It's pretty fun. Yeah, that's true. That's true. When I first read it, I was like, this is kind of bland and weird. But it is – some of the jokes are pretty funny, and it's short enough that you can't – you can't really, like, get mad at it. it took, yeah, you can't hate it. Took it took us, who goes – who spend a thousand hours talking about everything, like, ten minutes to talk about. So it's not super yeah. It's really weird, yeah. like, imagining them doing the same kind of treatment for, like, other – like, uh, Bush or Trump. Well, you can only do this for a celebrity, like – like like Obama, so they they could have to do the same thing. Like they could do this with Trump because I I don't feel like it would come across as well. Imagine like imagine like if Trump loses and they make a comic about Trump and the conspiracy against America or something like that. <laughs> the thing is, I, I think people like um, like Obama has a kind of charisma that like I don't think Hillary or Donald Trump have. Mm-hmm. In, in like, so you're saying they're both just as bad? Uh, you mean President <laughs> Trump? <laughs> yeah. Also, Obama was really popular with young young people. Young yeah. people are more likely to be comics than older. That's yeah. true. That's true. And that he is always portrayed as a cool guy, even yeah. even when this is not true. Like I, I was actually like some students yesterday were saying like Obama is so such a cool guy. Like whatever, he doesn't want people to go into jail for weed or whatever. But I'm like, actually, the Department of Justice and the DEA under Obama's administration put a lot of medicinal marijuana dispensaries out of business and threw those people in jail. I'm pretty sure those kids don't think of Phil as a cool guy. (laughs) (laughs) You see, Chris, you might think Obama is cool, but he has an administration. Hey, hey, guess what? Why did they, why did they write in my name? Huh? Same kids wrote me in for the, for the mock election. I I beat Jill Stein. Spoilers. Phil won the presidency. Uh, Spoilers for the election. Phil is now the president. Yeah. You see, I'm a cool guy. My students voted me in as the coolest guy in the class. You know, one of them wrote me in, uh, FML party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, either way, he just has this image of, like, uh, being the cool guy, and he, he cultivated that during his campaign. Like, he, he used social media, yeah. he makes videos, like, where he says, thanks, Obama, on BuzzFeed or whatever. Like, yeah. this yeah. is all trying to cultivate that image, and I think it, it works very successfully. First president to have a Blackberry, and first president to have his portrait taken with a digital camera. Hmm. Hmm. Which is, is insane to say. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. uh, I was thinking it's like like 2008. Yeah, the, yeah. the quality of, ca- of digital cameras is, is pretty low, though. You know that uh, Bill Clinton never used a computer in his, all, in his entire year of office? What's his a computer? Year. His year of office. <laughs> his years of office. Whatever, you. Yeah. <laughs> but that shows you like how uh, Obama, like it might seem uh, weird now, but like his media savviness, all that stuff was really huge. Uh, I mm-hmm. bet Hillary wished she didn't use a computer while she was in office. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, That's okay. Well, She's well. in jail and dead now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or president. We don't know. <laughs> no, we do know. You're the oh, president. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
You saw the news yesterday, based on the time of recording. But another reason uh, uh, worth do- this was worth doing was uh, Spider-Man is actually one of Barack Obama's favorite comic book characters. Mm. And I bring that up to transition to our next comic, which is a parody of Barack Obama's other favorite comic book character, Colin the Barbarian. <laughs> and what is it called, Sly? Uh, Barack the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Okay, when you said that name, I was like, this is going to be great. Yeah. And it was. And this is just a one-shot, right? Well, it's a one-shot. We're reading the one-shot called uh, The Fall of Red uh, Sarah. But uh, this actually is a series uh, uh, of, of uh, like uh, has several traits to it already. With this character? Yeah, Brock the Barbarian, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I was looking that up just 10 minutes ago. There's like a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of covers that I'm like, what is... Like, what's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, just to point out, Red Sarah is based on a barbarian type character, Red Sonia. Mm-hmm. Doesn't uh, just come out of nowhere. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but it's Sarah Palin. Yeah, yeah. it's Sarah Palin. <laughs> um, so, uh, Barack the Barbarian opens up with. Wait, hold on, com- real quick, oh, real quick. Oh, yeah, creative team yeah. first of all. Yeah, it's written oh, by yeah. Larry Hama. Which, when I read that, I was shocked. Larry Hama is like one of the biggest Wolverine writers of all time. He yeah. also oh. did all the GI Joe comics in like the eighties. Yeah, like, he's a big name. Hmm. If you think of the most influential Wolverine writers, like Larry Hama is like easily in the top three, if not top two. Yeah. And uh, art by John Christmas, who I don't know. Sweet Christmas. Yeah. Sweet Christmas. And the letterer is Crank. So, <laughs> Exclamation there, point. There's that. Okay, so the cover of Brock the Barbarian is a traditional looking like Conan the Barbarian style cover where you have... Obama, very muscular with a battle axe in his hand, no shirt. He is jacked. And wearing, like, you know, like an animal pelt skin. Yeah, it's basically Obama and Sarah Palin dressed up as literally Conan. It's like, if yeah. if, if this was the cover for a new Golden Axe game, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a political-oriented one. Yeah, so it opens up with... Um, Hither came Barack the Shikonan, dark-skinned, gimlet-eyed, sword-in-hand... Glib of tongue, a deal maker, a slayer of monsters, with unflappable coolness and ironic sensibility. I hear he makes the worst deals. <laughs> yes, the worst deal in the history of... This is the only time we're allowed to make political jokes on the show that are super polarizing, so I'm going to fucking lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's happening is uh, Barack the Barbarian is on his trusty donkey, because, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, Democrat, riding away from the senators. Okay, that is a fucking good pun. Yeah, that is good. And they're, and they're centaurs. And they're old men as centaurs. Yes, but these, these senators are chasing after Obama, and Obama says... It's a good thing these old coots only have their right wings and can't fly, or I'd be in real trouble. Because mm. <laughs> the senators all only have one wing. Yeah. Uh, the right wing. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he's he's being chased, and um, as he's running away from them and blocking their arrows, he sees an ele- someone, uh, a woman riding an elephant towards him, also being chased. Red Sarah. Red Sarah. And she's riding an elephant. <laughs> you know, GOP. Yeah. Um... i can't tell phil's like this is actually funny or like i'm sick sickened by this i can't tell either i think they're i think all the political jokes in this are really good they're good it's just when i'm reading it and saying it out loud it's like embarrassing yeah it's it's dumb but like they don't they don't forcibly be like she's riding a red elephant like, yeah, ah. should be a pink elephant and uh, with lipstick on and whatever the fuck memes were at the time. <laughs> yeah. So she's being pursued by left-leaning mutant wolves of the new media. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, the new media is going after Sarah Palin. <laughs> the yeah. the Republican senators are going after Obama. So they make a deal um, to help each other out. She says I'll I'll deal. He says I'll deal with the new the new media wolves, and she'll deal with the senators. Yeah, and only a Republican killed Republicans. That's the moral of the story. Yeah, and only a liberal <laughs> can get the respect of the media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and basically, um, they're like you know good job to each other. And she goes, I'm a survivor. You betcha. And they go to the. Do they say where they're going? No, they. They're just going to Ragnarok City. A or, city. It's a it's a wasteland where no city is supposed to be. Yeah, and they're like, where'd everyone go? What's with those vul- uh, vultures circling around? No smoke from cooking fires. No dogs barking. Maybe they're out to lunch. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> you have to ask the who's saying saying why? Because whenever somebody says something stupid, it's usually Sarah Palin. Yeah. Sarah yes. Palin was like, maybe we're out to lunch. Right. Yeah. He uh, Obama talks like a in like an old speak barbarians like you know style. To, to clarify, you should make a very good Obama impression, a very good Sarah Palin impression, Phil. Okay. And just to be clear, the scale of the architecture is decidedly deceptive. At least they left the front door open. That Obama was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, I practice. <laughs> Every day. When I was practicing to be president, I uh, I was practicing my Obama. That's why people vote for him, because he's like, this is basically Obama uh, third term. Yeah. yeah. But I'm white, so it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is skippable, right? This is the, new, the new wolves can't make it inside the city. And the, yeah. the senators won't come close either. They're afraid of this place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, they, they stumble upon a bunch of dead people, um, and, well, they, they go into a dark alley. I'm trying to see what's worth talking about here. Yeah, it's kind of hard. This, uh, comic is, like, 48 pages, so they have enough time to do, like, padding and building suspense that really is important to clarify. Yeah. I do like the art, though, during these Me too. And, oh, we should have said, uh, Sarah Palin's hair the red hair is the only color in the comic. Everything else is black and white. Yeah. And that's that's nothing to clarify because the actual uh, main series is actually in color. So I think it's a personal choice to make it black and white because it's black and white with Sarah's red hair as the only uh, color. And yeah. a lot of the line work is really cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I, just to say what uh, Clarify what Daryl was saying, uh, the bill of suspense, all, when they're going through the city, all they see is their corpses of people with their hearts ripped out and stuff like that. Yeah, this one appears not on. The heart is missing from this one. And this one died writhing in agony. Yeah. So they're like, what's going on here? And then someone shoots a, a blowgun dart at them. Uh, Barack's swift reflexes blocks it. And they go after this guy who shot at them. And they go into a trap. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they grab him and he goes, uh, y- you're one of them. You're on the death panel. You're out to kill us all. <laughs> this was probably my least expected and favorite joke. My favorite joke is at the end. <laughs> when did this come out? Uh, 2009. They were already talking about his death panels this early? That That's because that's what, like, Sarah Palin was really big for. She's the one that started the death panel talk. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, and the person who said this says, You'd let the cluster owls explode our hearts. You'd let the big C eat us up. You'd let the flu murder us in our sleep. And then he dies. What's big C? I think that's supposed to be cancer. Oh, okay. Because that's the only thing I didn't get. What's cluster owls? Cholesterol. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't get the cluster owls either. That one was so great because later on in the comic, which we're about to get to, like, when the cluster when the cluster owls attack, they're like, "Ah, I have a pain in my left arm," or like, <laughs> "My heart, like my chest is tight." I was sitting there when I was reading it, and I kept saying them out loud, and I'm like, "Cluster owls, I don't get what this is. It has to be mm-hmm. an obvious joke. That's pretty clever." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought they were pretty clever. 
Um, and they get surrounded by these people, and he says... Um, the, village, the villagers of the town they were in hiding before. We are strangers here seeking refuge. We have no quarrel with you. We were attacked, and we fought back. And they say, let's hear them out. Um, so he, Barack basically asks, how did your city fall into this dire state? And they, then we get some backstory here, fairly important backstory. <laughs> there was once a great market in the central plaza of the city. It was called the Bazaar of the Healers. There, mendicant healers, leeches, sawbones, tooth pullers, herbalists, mages, exorcists, etc., all could hawk their services or display their goods in open competition. In this free market, the citizenry could pick and choose and get a fair deal. But then, AIG, the user, yeah. usurer? I think it's AIG. <laughs> they pronounce it AIG, but you can tell it's reference to AIG. 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 The usurer realized that applying the practices of his own trade to medicine was the road to untold riches. And then you see a, a snippet of a guy saying, Psst. People are getting a fair deal means we don't make as much profit. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a flashback. <laughs> and um, then, you know, long story short, um, you have to spend a lot of money to get treated or purchase protective spells against mystic creatures, and the poor can't afford health insurance. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> talking about the health insurance industry. Very subtle political commentary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Sarah Palin says, I don't see the problem. It's just business, right? Nothing wrong in turning a profit. <laughs> and he says... Even if it involves in trading in human misery, can't have winners without losers, buddy. <laughs> um, and they explain that in the city, most people are losers. There's only a handful of winners, and people had to pay an enormous percentage of their income for the simplest of medicines. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, he points that the sick and dying turned to sorcery, and the portals opened, like the horrific nether realms. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like here, like, this is why I, this is what tipped me off to what cluster elves were. When they, like, cluster elves oh. mystically clogged the arteries of their victims. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the big sea prowled the streets, devouring all in its path. And so most people die. And yeah. um, Barack Obama's like, uh, it's better to fight than, than accept inevitable doom. Or and something. Sarah says, I'm not crazy about siding with losers. <laughs> well, that's why she endorsed Trump. <laughs> <laughs> And, well, he might be president right now, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to be killed for my dissonance. Uh, he, we're going to get... If he's president after this episode, we're definitely going to get sued. Yeah, defamation <laughs> of character. Because um, we have so many people that we've obviously damaged his his image. Yeah. So, so many fans. Well, we, we, we had the power to get like, to elect the president. We got the, out the vote for <laughs> 2016. Like, we're, political power is enormous. And he yeah. does really well with, uh, like, nerdy millennials. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is kind of true. So... As they're explaining this backstory about the healthcare industry becoming, you know, profit-laden and the poor don't have any benefits, um, the disruptors show up. Oh, this actually might be one of my other favorite jokes. Yeah, this is pretty good. So, what is what are they trying to make by calling them the disruptors? What's the joke? Oh, I mean what they are. Because di- oh. disruptors are actually things that, uh, it, it's people that come up to ruin rallies and stuff. Oh, yeah, well, the town hall shit when people come to destroy the town halls and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I was like, I didn't get it. I mean the monsters that show up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... The giant big moss monsters that come and attack Yeah, these. covered in grass, bristling with roots. Ah, grassroots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Obama says, looks kind of fake to me, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> like ordinary yahoos playing dress-up. Yeah, you know. But they get taken down before they can fight them. Uh, so they get knocked on the head, and they wake up in, like, some Jabba the Hutt... Uh, what was his place? Jabba's Palace. Wow, it? you call yourself a yeah. nerd? <laughs> yeah, I forget what, where it is. Um, so they wake up in like, there's this hugely, grotesquely fat man. That's Egg. Um, 
That is egg. And uh, Obama's chained in front of him. Oh, and he also name drops his sidekick, HMO. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's just like this old wizened man with a doctor's head mirror on his forehead. <laughs> okay, A-I-G-H, we can pronounce as egg. There's no way to pronounce HMO except like homo, I guess? Himo! <laughs> okay. Um, so HMO is like, forget the questions, egg. Let's just dissect them. Because, you know, that's what doctors want to do to people in, in their death panels. They push expensive surgery. surgery. Obama's like, egg, <laughs> egg, you're the, you're the one who sold out your fellow citizens for a handful of silver. And he goes, no, not for silver, for gold. More gold than I could ever count. Also, one thing to point out, he's really, like, he's like a, like a Jabba level, like, giant fat monster. He has his nipples pierced and then his, like, second set of boobs pierced. It's really I weird. Think he has four nipples. Does he have four nipples? I, I actually don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely does. It's weird. And he also has, like, a Cthulhu, like, chin. It's because he's a big fat guy. Yeah. You grow more breasts the fatter you get. Yeah, but you don't get nipples on them. Uh, how do you know? <laughs> Boom. Yeah, Boom. he has to go gain 100 pounds, uh, Ryan, then you can tell us. And... So anyway, Egg is like, I got into cahoots with old HMO here and our other pal, Farm, or Farm. P-F-F-A-R-M. Like, yeah, Pharma. Yeah. And we all raked in even more. Ha ha ha. And Obama gets angry and charges at them. And then he says, what, however you know, conscious. And uh, HMO says, conscious, don't you believe in free enterprise and allowing the market to regulate itself? What are you, a socialist? And he <laughs> kicks him in the face. <laughs> yeah. And then down in the in the basement, we see... Sarah Palin, or Red Sarah, is tied up. It's a completely different character, Phil, you can't. <laughs> That's the definition of character. And <laughs> we're going to get sued. And uh, basically, Farm is down there is explaining to her why medicine has to cost so much to comp R&D costs. Did we explain the Farm is a big spider? Oh, no. He's a big spider saying, you know, yeah, we have to, you know, we have to spend all, the, you know, it's expensive for R&D, so we have to charge this much. And um, she's like, I take all your concerns very seriously. Uh, just unchain me and I'll help you out. And uh, she's like, he's like, I'm not really an, even, an evil mutant spider. I have feelings. She's like, you betcha. What you need is a big hug. Unchain me and I'll make you feel better in a jiffy. And he's about to unchain her. And then um, HMO comes down. He's like, were you about to unchain her, you idiot? <laughs> and He's like, um, no, I was tightening her restraints. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And... He's like, she came in with the, uh, the troublemaker upstairs. And she's like, he's no friend of mine. Why, he's a no-good foreigner and probably a troublemaking reformer as well. Why, he's probably up trouble, stirring up trouble down in the dungeon even as we speak. He's probably up up trouble stirring down. <laughs> yeah. Up, down, turn around. Up, down, left, right. Trumped up, trickle down. <laughs> That's going to be a meme that catches on, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah, good one, good one. You mean it's already on. a meme. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. it's the law now. This is a meme. <laughs> yeah. We have to call it trumped up trickle down. President Clinton, uh, you know. Executive order. Yeah. yeah. Took our guns away and took our memes away. <laughs> yeah. Either either Trump is president right now enforcing trickle-down economics or Clinton is president now outlawing Pepe the Frog and uh, <laughs> other white supremacist memes. Um, so he gets – Obama gets thrown in the dungeon and he's down there with a lot of other people. Yeah, the grassroots guys say, it's dark, dank, and dismal. Perfect for long-term languishing. So they throw him in cell 23. Is that something? Is that a reference to something? Maybe. Probably. Because they, like, super zoom in on it. I don't know. I thought maybe. Yeah, probably. It, it probably is. And I think, uh, yeah. And this guy's name is Curly. I don't know what that a reference to. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know who he was either. Um, and basically, Curly had dug out a tunnel 
Um, it's almost as if this political commentary is dated a few years down the line. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Yeah, you guys remember Senator Curley, right? <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, Obama stages a prison break to let all the prisoners out, and they're dragging Sarah Palin down to the dungeon, and they see that all the cell doors are open, and she's like... Yeah, and he escapes because Curley has been digging a tunnel with an old spoon. Yeah. So Obama pushes his healthcare reform on the backs of hard workers, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. And Palin says, I can stop him for you. Just give me back my weapons. So they're in the tunnels, uh, escaping with all these people. Um, and the grassroots guys show up. Yeah. So... Obama he, fights him. Bonk. And he basically uh, knocks them out and sees that they're just people in grass costumes. Yeah, they're fake grassroots, like the actual Tea Party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and they go... After the uh, sewers. Yeah, they go out to the sewers... Uh, Sarah Palin's on the on the hunt. Yeah, she's she was given she was given her weapon back, and she's on the hunt with egg and HMO. There's a lot of action yeah. of like people running places or going and talking, but yeah. not really like saying things of significance. And they say don't go outside at night because what comes out at night the cluster owls. And this yeah. is where they they show up and they're like, oh, I've got a shooting pain on my left arm. I have trouble breathing. And it's just the fat people I noticed still. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, they, well they say that the the. After they attack the hearts of the fat ones, they'll go after the ones who worry a lot. <laughs> but uh, just to clarify, the, uh, Palin decided to hold back and just let the cluster hours finish off Obama while it's nighttime. Yeah. And Barack Obama starts fighting the cluster owls. Yeah, yeah cool things of him using two swords and one in each yeah, hand, just, just cutting them up. The For how, like, silly this is, the action looks pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so, too. And then Obama kills all the owls. And then he gives Curly his sword back, and he's like, let's get out of here. He's like, Thank, uh, thanks for uh, the loner. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Socialist is joke here. <laughs> oh, and basically they're like, oh, they must have been, uh, you know, taken out by the cluster owls. And then one of the grassroots guys comes in. He's like, oh, excuse me. I just went out to the clean the moat and it's full of dead cluster owls. <laughs> yeah. Anybody got an extra large roasting pan? <laughs> There's also when, uh, did you, did we get to the part where egg is talking to red Sarah yet? And he's like, what do we need her anymore? And he, and, uh, HMO is like, we gave her back her weapons. It's not so easy now. (laughs) She knows where the other rebels congregate. Best to ring her of all she knows before we slip her the poison margarita. Also, Uh, I want to point out, when when they find the close hours are dead, the the, uh, the farm, the spider, says, what the the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And um, when they find out that these people are escaping, they're like, oh no, some of them used to be our accountants. They know all the dirt. Uh, They're they're their accountants and they're going to rebel headquarters to spill the dirt. Some of them were physicians who objected to our plans. What are we going to do? And then uh, Sarah Pan's like, I'll go get them for you as long as you give me money, basically. Yeah. Um, and then basically Obama's like, um, so we got to do something about this. Uh, and he says, I'll lead you, but who here is willing to put their lives in the line for real change? Who will follow me and assault of the Citadel? And some of them raise their hands. Some of them walk away. Yeah. And he says, all right, this is what I have to work with. And... Basically, we get some scenes of Sarah Palin like looting the healthcare industry <laughs> giants of all their money. Um, but she wants to distribute the load on the elephant evenly so he doesn't get yeah. a hernia. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you go on ahead. I'll be there once I finish loading up. And then... Um, it, it, a bunch of people are... All, they're all like looting the healthcare physicians' places. Yeah, all of Obama's helpers are looting. And them. Obama says, uh, this isn't exactly what I had in mind about change. Yeah. And the guy says, what do you mean? This is good change. Before they had it all and we had nothing. And now we all get a taste. 
Uh, I guess it's a joke about how Obama is not pure socialist because uh, he's like, I'm going to prove this. I think it's more because a lot of people were taking Obama's reforms and been like, this is all they're going to do. They're just going to loot everybody. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. want to, like, rob the rich. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have the big C show up. It's a big crab. And... Um... A giant enemy crab. Oh, <laughs> you get it? Like cancer? The crab? Oh, uh, that's good. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a reference to uh, EA3. Oh, you're right. <sighs> Wait, I can't tell if Daryl's mocking me. No, no, I, I just, I realized, too, I kept, I kept thinking about crabs, the, the, the uh, sexual disease. <laughs> uh, I thought, I thought it was cancer just because I'm like, what other seed disease yeah. causes so much yeah. death? But then it was a crab, I'm like, <laughs> crab. Scabies, the, the scourge of America. Yeah. Having it be the astrological sign for cancer is actually, like, pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. You can tell Larry Alma's a good writer because like these these aren't just obvious jokes most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. It's not. It's nice to read something and think like maybe like to you have to think a little bit more to get it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. of course, Barack the Barbarian is one of the deepest books <laughs> we've read on the show, and I wish I was kidding. <laughs> it does have a lot of a, a lot of clever jokes. Like we're pretty politically uh, informed enough to get most jokes. Savvy, if you yeah. will. And we're still like I don't know exactly what all these jokes mm-hmm. are. Um, so, this is a long fight scene where he's fighting... I guess to flip over the crab and attack its three points for massive damage. For massive damage. damage. <laughs> $599 US dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah, he basically cracks open the shell, leads it to go attack, uh, egg and a farm and HMO. Yeah, and it, it's, like, swiftly murders them all, too. Yeah. Yeah. The crab rips off, um... Egg's head. Spunk. Uh, <laughs> it's the sound effect yeah yeah <laughs> and it, it runs out of the city now uh oh also funny joke here where they're like trying to run away and they're like get ready to jump curly and he goes i can't and he goes sure you can I'm like yes we can i guess mm. yeah i don't know maybe <laughs> now we're now we're looking for meaning in places where we're not sure we're like maybe this is like obama's saying <laughs> and basically uh cancer or the big c runs away with um the healthcare giants and uh, they say hope hope it's got a taste for senators and Numidian wolves and then um, they see there's elephant tracks and heavy laden as well looks like looks like Sarah made a deal with the triumvirate and skipped out on them like the maverick she is <laughs> <laughs> um, and then basically he's about to leave and they're like no an angry mob is besieging the citadel all the doctors, shamans, mendicant healers were no longer being monopolized by the rich. This is the most groan-worthy joke that there's ever This is my favorite joke. This is my favorite joke out of the whole Have world. all hung out their shingles in the bazaar of the healers again. And he goes, what's wrong with that? Some of the healers want to go into a business with a partner and hang two shingles on a si- single signpost. There are diehards who like the old system better and oppose this newfangled I- idea vehemently. They won't support a shingle pair system. And Obama looks at the camera and he's like, wham, wham. And the donkey, too, is like rolling its eyes. Yeah. And no, I, don't get me wrong. I love this joke, but it's so, like, so, such a stretch to set it up. I know. That's why, that's why I love it because it's such, it's such a dumb joke, but yeah. he set it up. And I didn't see it coming and even fall set up. Yeah, and especially because Obama and the donkey are like, we get it. It's a yeah. single pair system, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And they give, they like, obvious troll face. And obvious trolls, obvious. Yeah, and then they leave, and um, they see the senators and the new media chasing the elephant tracks, and um, probably too intent on their prey to notice something crustacean scuttling up behind them. And here's where their paths all cross. They see like a battleground. 
That crab is eating the guts of the elephant. Yeah, so, so the elephants are dead, and they kill everything, all the new media wolves around, and everything too. Yeah. And the last panel, the last half page is just uh, Sarah Palin dragging a treasure chest away from the fight. Mm. In, in the hot desert. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Brock the Barbarian. <laughs> so thoughts? It was, it was pretty great. Yeah. Yep, it was pretty good. I liked it. I liked it. Me too. So, uh, speaking of things we liked... Let's go to something we don't like. Speak for yourself. <gasps> what is this? Wait, okay. Our listeners have no idea what's coming, and there's no way for us to accurately tell them this is one of the most confusing and <laughs> dumb things we have ever read. Yeah. yeah. So, Sly, what the fuck is this? So, we talked about how... Uh, first, we talked about how the big comic companies had Barack Obama first show up in their comics... And the Barack Obama was our, was our example of of, of what uh, small publishers did with Barack Obama. Uh, that was Devils Do uh, Publishing. Uh, Devils Do uh, Publishing was a small company, and they made several. And the, the editor of uh, DDP Publishing said they purposely made Brock comics that when people saw him on the stands, they'll make people say, "What the fuck is this? I have to read it." <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. So uh, you have we have the the uh, the big cash ins from Marvel. We have the third publishers trying to catch us with weird stuff. Now we get into a third very specific niche uh, manga artists in other countries trying to incorporate Obama into their vast, convoluted uh, <laughs> tapestry of plot. It's called Air Gear. Yeah. So uh, you might know this. I, I never heard of this before, but... It's written by Ito Ogure. His nickname's his nickname is Oh Great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's how I told him about this. Oh Great. But uh, Eric, uh, I I have to clarify. I I think this this explanation will surprise even Ryan, Daryl, and Phil. <laughs> you won't surprise me. Uh, just for the record, it's volumes two twenty six to two twenty nine. Yeah. Technically, it's called Trick to to the Six. Is what the chapters are called. Okay. I'm trying to look up when this was made. Nineteen ninety four. Weird, right? Twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah. So, but um. The premise of this book could probably surprise all of you too, because I, I didn't really get it the first time I read it. But basically, <laughs> it's about people, a bunch of kids on rollerblades, who basically they have the gang wars on rollerblades, like basically Jet Set Radio uh, kind of shit, and they're called <laughs> uh, Air Treks. The I, I did not get that the first time I read this. I thought it was about fucking like Metagur, like convoluted military plots or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were skating around a lot, and they did talk about how, like, they do have that, there's a, a another sports plot like, at the last issue. Reading that. this felt like the first time I played Sonic Riders, and I'm like, what? what is going on? What is this? <laughs> and why is everyone skating? Not only was this one of the most confusing storylines I've ever tried to follow, but the fan translation we read is horrendous. <laughs> so the plot, the plot makes no sense, and additionally, the language is almost incomprehensible. So... I think part of the problem, I think... Possibly is that they tried to translate it too directly. They, they did a Kakaku effect here. Yeah. yeah, and and like this is this is a problem that many uh, fan translations have, where they're like, just like if we do word for word, it'll be fine. But the phrasing becomes so awkward that you're not getting the intention of the sentence. Yep. You're just getting like word 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 word. And as a as a native English speaker trying to read these sentences that you have never been created before in English, you're just like I don't really understand what is going on. Yeah, so just to uh, clarify, people might bitch at us about being unfair to this book because 
we're just jumping into this on this shoe 226 out of fucking 300. And I know manga's usually more like just start from the beginning and read straight through than like yeah. American comics. Yeah. So people, people might be like, this is bullshit. You guys are fucking unfair. Uh, uh, you have to read from the start. You have to know the lore. But I, I read the comments for this. No one else knows what's fucking going on. <laughs> here, so you can fuck off that explanation. And um, maybe that, and that made it really hard to even tell where to start. Because I have to clarify. When I when I found out about the story, I thought this was like a fun little joke story in a manga, but the premise is Barack Obama get, gets body swapped with a woman, uh, a hot Japanese girl. Uh, yeah. She's like fifteen, which is which is great. <laughs> also, not it's not President Obama; it's President Omaha. John Omaha. Well, it's fucking Obama. It's fucking Obama. <laughs> it's Obama. Yeah. But uh, uh, he says yes, we can. Uh, let's have change. All this shit. <laughs> he looks like Obama, but. Um, when I was um, when, I, when I heard about this premise, I thought it was going to be like a fun one-off joke. Like, like, since about Amer- American comic, we have stupid stories like the Chameleon Obama story. Mm. They know what they're doing. They don't try to make a serious, uh, deep-provoking, uh, uh, interwoven plot about Chameleon impersonating Barack Obama, and then they try to have a basketball shootout to find a victor. But this story introduces. Jo- uh, Obama, like, a hundred issues beforehand. He's, like, an actual character in this book, like, a recurring character. <laughs> and uh, and I had no idea where to, what, what issue to start with because I read the first uh, volume of this, the trade this is in. I had no idea what character was which. I, I tried to read the, the first issue of the entire manga. None of those characters seem to be in this manga anymore. <laughs> I have no idea who these characters are. I have no idea. But And I did all my research on it. I did so much fucking research on this. I still have no idea. <laughs> hey, Sly, you're, you're always the proponent that... Uh... Uh, fiction should always change up its characters constantly and have them die and stuff. So maybe this is your dream if you read through it. You're you're always like, I hate when it's the same characters season by season. Uh, so you're saying you're right. This is my favorite manga of all time. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that the art evolved and changed over time to the point where it might not be easy to write. Because if something goes on for like 300 issues or like 20 volumes, the art's going to change over time. And I have to give credit to Ogier. Uh, he is a good artist. Uh, oh, great. Is, oh, great. Oh, great. I call him Oh, Whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. We're getting into the main plot. Uh, this picks up at the end of a previous plot where the air gear crew, whatever the, I think they're called the Sleeping Forest, they just caught a hot air balloon, which is threatening the world or something. I don't even know. I don't know. All I know is it opens with, like, <laughs> a super bad shot of a roller skating girl. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Thanks, Sly. This is, this is good. I have to say, like, you can see uh, her um, camel toe. She's wearing like hot pants and she has a camel toe very visibly. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to manga. Manga. <laughs> yeah. Or or shonen manga, I should specify. Yeah. It's it's always filled with garbage fan service like this. <laughs> yeah. I, I I fucking hate shonen manga, by the way. But uh, some of it's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, some of it some of it is good, but this is like this is evidence. Uh, um, majority of it is garbage, though. Are you gonna say Are you gonna say Gurren Logan's bad because it has fan service? Uh, the fan service is one of the worst parts of it. Okay, but it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that the fan service might detract. Oh, Sly hates Gurren Logan. This is my oh, Sly Sly hates anime and manga and hates women. I hate Japan. I no. hate history. I hate character death. I hate all this shit. We can't, we can't hyperbolically troll Sly because he leans even further into it. He's like, I hate all people. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see Sly in the presidential debate. <laughs> So I'm a, I'm a fucking asshole, huh? I'm I'm an asshole, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a fucking asshole. I, I guess I fucking approved that bill. I approved this shit. Fuck me, right? <laughs> oh, you think I'd use nukes? I'd nuke you. I'd nuke our own country. You know what? <laughs> um, can we skip the first half of this issue? <laughs> yeah, the, the first half is complete. But just to, just to clarify, uh, just to clarify the bad guys. Uh, this is uh, the th- seventh time slide said just to clarify so far. <laughs> uh, le- let me be clear. <laughs> the only one, basically, the only characters I'm going to mention are... Um, 
Itsuki, who's the lead character, who looks like a typical fucking shonen lead character. Yeah. And Emily, which is the girl in hot pants. I only mention Itsuki because he's the only character from the first issue I actually fucking know. He's the only character that seems to have uh, actually stayed for 200 issues. He's the Jack Bauer of this Yeah, series. the fucking Jack Bauer of this fucking series. <laughs> yeah, repeat, repeat, repeat what I said. While they're <laughs> celebrating the victory over the hot air balloon, the bad guys are like, we'll get them yet. And uh, uh, one of them's called Nike because he's fucking loves shoes, I guess. <laughs> also, it's important that they are in... They're having this fight inside like a computer simulation because they. I'm, I I didn't get get that part. Is that really? They say that they're like it, it says battle mode complete and like that reminds me we're in a virtual space. All it, I thought it was real. My wounds are gone, etc. Oh, there is also a character named Sora from Daryl's favorite video game, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Sora is yeah. a common name. <laughs> yeah, it means like air or something. Don't hack sign the main character is Sora. Also, Sora looks like Joker from Mass Effect. He's in the wheelchair too. But, and he's he's the big bad of the of he's Nike's boss man, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, none of this matters. All that matters is when John Omaha shows up. I I like that we're making this segment as unlistenable as it is to read. <laughs> Battle mode complete. Beginning damage recovery. You have to understand how how fucking bullshit is fucking. Compulations, <laughs> my eternal seed. You've obtained it. Yeah. So wait, I'm gonna clarify this. Let me clarify. Let me be clear. <laughs> oh, let me be clear. Uh, so basically, a guy I don't know who he is. He comes out and says, um, "You beat, you beat the hot air balloon, you win." Uh, compilations, and it says in uh, translator notes, uh, he combines the Japanese words for computer graphics, kangura, and congratulations, konkurochi shozunzu, into kangaria chushon. So, uh, uh, computations, right? Okay, whatever. Like you can't just fucking translate a joke like that and be like, "It works in one language." I'm just gonna pretend. Just, just second stage, it's not a fucking funny joke anyway. It's a fucking Ryan joke. Like. Hey. <laughs> This, this manga is turning sly against us. <laughs> but because he's, um, uh, he, they stopped him, Obama comes out and says, It's change! And they say, Ah? Huh? A random white to foreigner? Get back! And he is still called the president-elect at this point. He is not yeah. the president. So I guess this is 2008. But, uh, well, so basically, uh, uh, the two people that are giving, uh, they introduced him to Obama, they say, like, oh, because, uh, somehow, somehow it's explained that, uh, they're in this thing called a sky regalia. And I just want to read you the explanation of what a regalia is. I just want to read it because I, I, I was trying to do research on this shit. And I'll try to explain what shit is. I still know what it is. The regalia are 20 special air trick. Each originally belonging to the to the 28th first generation gravity children. Wait, air tracks are the skates? Are the, are the scolabrates, yes. Okay. Each one possesses a rune fafark, a part of quantum code to release and control the sky regalia. Each regalia is scientifically engineered to use the air to work in the direction of the king's road. This is referred to as the Infinity Atmosphere. After escaping from t- the, the tower, 20 were stolen by Teikuchi brothers. They remain in regalia, each represent one of the eight major roads. Regalia are, do- are a double-edged sword. Deploying one gets each, uh, a huge power boost, but puts a huge train user. A king can only use regalia a limited number of times before both the bind and regalia give out. If the king doesn't have a tuner to optimize the regalia, it will become uncontrollable. The king will sustain terrible injury. There's a separate class of regalia called sub-regalia, which are degraded copies of the originals. Did you get any of that? <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, King's yeah. Road. Gravity Children. Uh, it just sounds. It sounds to me like a really long-running shonen that just keeps. At the beginning, it's not confusing, but they add and they add and they mm-hmm. add to increase to have new power ups, to have new bosses to fight. So when you explain like at the end of Dragon Ball Z to someone, you're like, How, "What the fuck are you talking about?" That's why I hate fucking shonen because it's all like that shit. Gurren Lagann is a rare exception because it's, actually- well, it's, it's short. It's too. So it's so easy to jump in things like the X Men, right, Sly? No, if you try to explain the scrolls and like, <laughs> but uh, here's my argument. Here's my argument against that. Uh, when you read the X-Men, it's a slow burn. It's a lot of convoluted characters to, to remember. It's a lot of stuff to get into. Like, Ryan can say this because he was uh, heavens in getting into X-Men. But when you get to X-Men and you learn the characters, it's rewarding. Uh, 
uh, people will read this shit all say by the time you get to this point in the manga I'll say I can't believe I read fucking 268 pages of fucking manga I have no idea what's going on but I can't stop because I read so much fucking <laughs> garbage of this already but not every person who reads the shonen feels this way a so when, them... you, when you watched Majin the Majin Buu saga where you're like this is rewarding I feel like no I... but for most of the show I did before that I know, but eventually, there's always a point. When you have a manga that lasts for like 700 uh, issues, and you're just making shit up after a certain point, it gets to that point eventually. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. It, I think there it, it sucks because like it is always cool at the beginning to have this escalation. It's just when you don't know when to stop, and you're just like, I'm gonna escalate until the show becomes or the manga becomes like nonsensical. Yeah. Then it's tough. But I think explaining that term is like kind of unfair because like if we did that with Thor, and we're like. Oh, yeah, Heimdall's magic sword. Yeah, that's fair, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it's not rewarding on top yeah. of being a couple of. Yeah. Uh, Heimdall doesn't have a magic sword. You're thinking of Searcher. Also, yeah, some people do enjoy it. Like, a lot of people would love and defend, like, Bleach and Naruto for having that, like, all these powers. Well, did they find the peeing on people in the episode? <laughs> uh, it's, not in the, it's, it's not in the manga, so it's not. Yeah, it's pure. filler slide. Doesn't count. Non canon. <laughs> Uh, so anime is better than manga, I feel, because <laughs> anime has the, the peeing and the manga doesn't. Yeah, dubs, not subs, right, guys? So the any issue basically just ends with Obama saying, oh, uh, Marika wants to sky regalia because it's powerful. I don't know why it's powerful, but it's powerful. And we cut to the next <laughs> issue. Uh, There's just a naked, uh, half-naked woman yeah. jerking off or something. You get some more great fan service. And I, I didn't realize until later, this is a member of the bad guys, a part, member of Sora's Kingdom Hearts crew, whatever the fuck <laughs> the name is. <laughs> Donald. But, it's Donald Duck. Yeah. Off. <laughs> but she looks like a fucking uh, cute, cute anime girl with pigtails. She doesn't look like a bad guy at all. Uh-huh. But Those are the best bad guys, though. The cute ones? Yeah. Because you're like, I don't think you're going to be bad. And then they're like demonic and it's good i can understand why you're with your fiance now i was about to make that joke and i'm like i i make too many jokes at her expense on here but then you did it so it's okay yeah it's okay my my people it's my, my, my uh girlfriend not if i do it but um yes. mechie shows up and he's i thought he's about to stab her because he takes his knife and starts running against the wall but he's just he, that's what he does i guess but it's like the it's like the, that typical like japanese like uh thug cool tough guy yeah, yeah the, you know, they it's like the same stereotype of people who like lick the knives and shit. Yeah, like that. That I'm like, I'm crazy. Yeah. And just to explain, uh, uh, you might think that the, the Wikipedia entry, entry for Regalia was just was just like trying to explain a bunch of convoluted history, and this book is not that much technical babble. Uh, the girl starts explaining why the heroes can't succeed with Sky Regalia and says, uh, "It's all right. The opposite won't proceed beyond that because it's all quantum encrypted." Um, and then she ex- she basically explains like the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, which mm-hmm. I don't understand why. Well, because people, they, there actually is research into technology to use quantum encryption like this, where you can't, you can't break the encryption because if the two fucking, uh, if you untangle the phot- they, like the photons are entangled, and if you untangle yeah. them before they get to their destination, the information is destroyed. This is a real thing, though. Like, yeah. there's a lot of research into this. Okay, Phil, Phil, Phil. One of yeah, us yeah. has a degree in physics. Okay, I, I wasn't <laughs> saying that it's not a real phenomenon. I mean. I'm saying that there is research into like uh, actually using this practically. So there, this is like a sci-fi esque. But it's they do this like exposition science dump, and it's nonsense. Yeah, they do. They even have like little fucking diagrams. Did you guys understand what they're talking about while you're reading this? I knew what it yeah. was from before. No, I yeah, I knew what it was. It's, I never heard they, this. they talk about it in Mass Effect. Oh yeah, they do. Uh, I didn't understand. Whatever. So slides the idiot. Let's I'm just move on. <laughs> yeah. oh, you don't understand quantum mechanics, you fucking schlub. Asshole. So then we come back to Sky Regalia. Bad guy. First, bad guy's like, ah, how we're gonna win? Then we come back to Sky Regalia. Obama says, oh, yes, we can. And then it turns out everyone's bored from his... Because he's making a big speech. He was giving a big speech. And everyone's, everyone's bored. Because you know the most yeah. defining thing about Obama is boring fucking speeches, right? <laughs> and his lack of charisma. But everyone fell asleep while he was talking because he was fucking boring. And um, I should also clarify, uh, just because I said that Emily and the other guy, Tsuki, whatever his fucking name is, 
Are you guys gonna list? There's like eight different main characters, but just like every fucking shojin, they don't get rid of any characters. They're all fucking like twenty characters in this fucking manga, and they're all me- members of the good guy team. But none of them fucking matter besides Emily can, and Itsuki. Can I read some of this to let people know how like nonsense? Yes, go please do. So. Okay, well this is on the page where they're waking everyone up, and like the main characters look at me. It's like, hmm, the AKB48 re- vaguely resembles the AK47 until you listen, and someone's like, hey, the speech, do it again from the start. And they're like, damn, it never ends, huh, you guys? And this one, this uh, big black guy says, hmm, your speech in short, how should I say it? A very political speech, that's right, energy issues, and stuff like who will hold the world leadership in future generations. He said something like that, but, and then another guy shows up and says, or another main character, and he's like, bad stuff, but... But for us, that's like a spoken relationship massage. Translator's note, <laughs> as in something which improves public relations or does something like that. Like, such, it's like, yeah. it's, it's crazy to me that this, they... I read reading it twice, I actually got, got what they're trying to say here. Basically, uh, uh, they fall asleep because Obama's talking about political stuff. They say, we don't give a shit about political stuff. And it's just, it's just, it's just trying to make people feel good. It doesn't really say anything. Uh, but I it took me three times reading this. But that's the thing is like when you say like a spoken relationship massage, you have you have failed at translating. Yeah, and that. and like you're making more more convoluted than it needs to be. Like you might as, it might as well just be in Japanese there and just be like fuck. What yeah, kind like, of relationship massages do you guys have? <laughs> he says what? But you don't you want to get the sky regalia and fight? And girl goes yawn hefu. This is not ripe yawn. And the other girl goes that is us in particular. We're not interested in the sky regalia because usually those guys fly over us completely. But do you, do you understand how difficult this is? They said <laughs> you are our own wings. You are necessary. So why do only they fight? Yeah, that's the very next line. I show some. I show some. I make clear. Let me be clear. Uh, that uh, the Sky Regalia are giant mechs. And I, I think what they're saying here, here is that we ride on a fucking rollerblades and these are giant mechs that fly over us. I think that's what they're trying to say here. But I don't know. What does this have to do with Obama? What does it do with fucking skateboarding teens? <laughs> okay, and, and then and then just some guy, it just shows up and he has a bullet necklace on, but all the bullets are like facing up into his face. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like the crow. He has like, he has, like white, white yeah. makeup and like black uh, eyeliner and shit. Yeah. Alert, alert, level 8, red signal, <laughs> up ahead, overflowing, Kawane, who are all you fuckers? <laughs> it's like, what's happening? And also, let me just, let me just explain uh, this crew. So we have this scarecrow, uh, the crow-looking guy, we have a guy who looks like a dorky Japanese guy. Um, we have a nurse. <laughs> a nurse with, like, no yeah. mouth? We have, we have, looks like a nurse from Silent Hill, and then we have one that looks like yeah. she's wearing a burka. And then we have uh, Nike. And then we walked realize this is Nike. Nike wearing like looks like a fucking Grim Reaper outfit. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. And they're like, what? Already? My guy is vomiting blood, didn't I tell you? He managed to defeat Orca, the fang king guy yeah. who I came to see. But even so, Percival, you bastard. Can't and, and also, I looked, up, I looked up some of these characters on the wiki. I think some of these, some of these characters are, this is their first appearance. So even if you just come from the comic, you don't know who these fucking assholes are. Yeah, and then uh, and then they go Morgan, Marlin, Kazu, oh, and then they start fighting Pele Tornado times five. Wait, no, Marlin Chan, you free tonight? I was going to get a new anime, but I think that's him dodging that pile driver tornado or whatever. Yeah, this attack they're like a pile tornado time, and they say pile, and it turns out there's no pile in the context of a nuclear reactor. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're all dodging I, this. I read this and I have no idea. I'm looking at it. I don't even know what page you guys are talking about. Look, look, he's doing that attack, and then you see all the villains dodging it. And while they're dodging it, it's supposed to be funny that he's like, "Oh, 
uh, you want to go watch anime tonight? Like they're, and like, they're so casual so, about it. Like this is such a not yeah, a threat. It's so easy to dodge. And then it's, it's like it's, it's like in the uh, what was it Cell when he's like I almost felt that when all the uh, Dragon Ball Z squad just punching like a million times. Yeah, they try to show how pow- much more powerful they are than the heroes, and yeah. then they go after Obama. Uh, Nike goes after Obama and says, "I came to invite you on a midnight date." <laughs> I don't know what that means. Must be another fucking another fucking idiom that we do not get translated for us. So we're just like, oh, I guess that's a thing in Japanese. Or or it's literally supposed to be that. And this writer again is just crazy. But then uh, Emily jumps in front of Obama, and then we cut. And then to... some guy with the mustache and long hair pulls cords out of a computer. This is, this is later. This is after well, the fight. It's because they were in they were in this virtual world. Oh, yeah. they were in the virtual world. Right. Okay, so they, they take it out. Yeah, of the virtual so world. he gets. Them that's out. how the body swap happened. They they, they were. Oh in a vir- my god! I didn't get that at all. Okay, I, I clarify so much. You, you guys got to read more Shonen Manga. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're out of virtual world now, and what happened was he was attacking Obama, and when Emily pushes him out of the way, when they pull them out, it like mixes up the signals or whatever, so they get pulled out into the wrong bodies. Like they're in like this matrix. It's like the Matrix, but instead of downloading Kung Fu, you download Obama. So Obama, Obama yeah. wakes up in Emily's body. So he starts touching his boobs, checking her panties. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, they're like, "What's going on?" And he and, and he says, uh, and Emily says, "It's change." And end of <laughs> caption: the memory of a certain mouth and the way of speaking. Adachi is Omaha, and Omaha is Adachi. <laughs> uh, guys, if you woke up and you just were in a an anime girl body, would you not touch your boobs? Would you not be like, "What the fuck is happening?" And I'm like, I oh, would, it's change. I accept it. To be president. I accept it because it's change. I, I believe in change. I will walk Obama. <laughs> and I'm a Ryan Smith. I'm going to jump up slide when trying to make a joke. <laughs> That's a good impression. <laughs> okay. Anyway, now that we've ironed out what's going on here, and then next next issue. To be fair, this is this is where it starts to get more comprehensible because it's Obama in this girl's body, and they're addressing this instead of the sky regalia or yeah. villains showing up. It's now now Obama's a little girl. So what do you do? And it says on the first page, the appearance of a middle school girl, Emily, inside president-elect Obama. Is this the birth of a middle school president? <laughs> and Obama's like really excited to be in his body. He's like, hey, this is great. I'm in this sexy 15-year-old. T- uh, I have a question. Yeah. Is Obama the president of Japan here? I think he's president no. of the United States. And those people that the chainsaw guy killed were... But are these people American? No, they're not. They, they clarify they're not. They're not. Okay. But um, so uh, while uh, uh, dealing with, with Obama and Emily... Emily's in Obama's body, being treated by the Secret Service, and she says, I am something like the president. I'm not that, but... That's the translation we get. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Really good. Only her mental form was caught in midair and swapped, so we avoided the worst situation. Ah, what are those guys? Totally kicked our asses today, yo. <laughs> yo, dog. <laughs> and then... Also, I should clarify, they all look like the fucking typical Japanese punk kids, like in fucking Kingdom Hearts, yeah. the fucking Kingdom Hearts crew. Key March 2 and all that shit. Yeah, it's like Goofy yeah. and Mickey and Donald. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Typical teen uh, hipster kids. I don't know how to explain them. You know, they like punks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, like the, the teen, like, gang, street gang. Yeah. The good guy one, though. Like, like in the Final Fantasy too. That's, that's fucking... They like that shit, yeah. too. And then we switch to, like, this fucking U.S. Marine Corps special reaction team. Jane. Mick. Yeah, they need names. Michael. For no yeah. reason. <laughs> Michael. Rise to welcome the pr- president. And it's... I, th- I think it was just their de- the author's desire to use just American names or English names. So they had to pick Mick and Michael. They couldn't have gotten a little more, like, <laughs> And then they, they go to ro- welcome president. Well, first, I have, first I have to clarify. Before, 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 this, before this happens... Okay. Uh, Obama went to um, Atsuki uh, and she said whispering to his ear and he's just this is why we know he's not American because he says I don't know English hey British translate for me but then when the Americans show up 
Obama takes up a, a, a canister of gas and blows like an air horn into their face, gas into their face, and jumps out the window <laughs> to escape. <laughs> it really, this actually happens. I didn't understand because they're she, they know that's Obama in Emily's body. She knows who she is, and she she's like, I have a plan. Don't worry. She jumps like literally gases this the Marines and jumps out the window onto this like fucking APC. And then we get a flashback to the whispering, and she says, "To be honest, I have a plan. I'll clear this up with my mouth." <laughs> Translation note, mouth can also refer to the nozzle of a gas canister. If you're going to put that note, why not put, I'll clear this up with my gas canister? Yeah. Because it's supposed to be like a joke, like, I'll clear this up with my mouth, I'll talk to them. But instead, they were using the mouth of the gas canister. I thought it was was a dirty joke at first. It's it's like a double entendre that's like hard to translate, but they didn't do a good job. Uh, There's another one right behind it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so she whispered that to his ear before uh, to basically set up this is a plan to escape. And Obama now in this new body is able to like flip off a ten story building, land on her feet, his feet, her feet. And he says, "If I stay in this body, it'll grow a mushroom." Ha 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 ha. no, this is air gear, so he's probably talking about a penis. I could say penis, but you have to say mushroom, right? And, and it's it's a this great image of Emily jumping while saying that with giving a thumbs up, and in the background, it's a picture of Obama giving the thumbs up because yeah. that's the inner the inner person. Yeah, and then yeah. um, she's like. This is the first time I've ever been to Japan. Uh, soon I'll never get a chance uh, again. I'll have to do stuff like uh, being an adult inside an army base. It's a pity to have uh, such a divine <laughs> judgment uh, handed down. So you'll certainly show me around, uh, right, boys? And everyone's like, the Suki's like, uh, yes, sir, Mr. President. But he's thinking, uh, this guy is really childish. <laughs> no, it's almost childish, and it's meant in like a positive way because a lot of shonen stuff like really emphasizes how cool it is to just, be juvenile instead of an adult. What I don't get is Obama's like, I'm gonna have to be like an adult. He is an adult. <laughs> Being an adult blows Ryan. It blows Ryan. You want to be a 15 year old girl? It blows Ryan. I guess. <laughs> so we skip. They, they're basically hanging out. She's hanging out with the she uh, Emily Body Obama. She's basically Japan through these guys. What, what I especially love is all these pictures are supposed to be like Emily being like really cute, like how you'd normally emphasize and show like a little anime girl yeah. walking around exploring a country for the first time. But it's Obama yeah. in her body. <laughs> she looks whimsically yeah. around with like uh, lights around her, saying, "It's uh, such a beautiful country. It's good." <laughs> Here, people live their daily lives. It's like a jewel box filled with light and sound. And then there's like a montage of Obama like pushing his boobs against glass and like eating like pizza. Uh, I, have to, I, know, I have to explain. I have to explain the montage. First, first it's a fucking classroom with the roof opening up. Then the guy has like a looks up with like a Pinocchio nose. I thought it was like a, the nosebleed effect, but it's not. I don't know what it is. No, it's on the top of his. It's like a horn coming out of his head. No, no, he's it's looking. Up. Is that his nose? Yeah, you can see the nostrils. Because yeah, oh. that was like a nosebleed effect, like he's horny by Obama. But like, I, that's I never heard of that Pinocchio effect being used. Then like uh, ghosts attack them. I think. <laughs> no, they they eat can- they eat food and then ghosts attack them. Yeah, and then Obama pushes his boobs up against the window. Yeah, I can't tell like uh, what's going on. Like, <laughs> like are these are these like jokes that we're supposed to be getting? I don't know. Maybe this place is haunted. Maybe like this canon that this place is always haunted. I don't know. Yeah, this this could be backstory that we're missing. Like oh, the haunted school. Then we get a really detailed see through shorts butt panty shot of Obama. Yeah, Obama's ass. Again, again, it's like a, an obvious, like, uh, sexualized anime girl, but you ha- you know the whole time this is Obama doing this. <laughs> so, so Obama talks about how uh, the air tracks are great because it gives you freedom, but talks about how the freedom is bad because the terrorists get to take away everyone's freedom. I don't understand this at all. Did anyone even get it? No. Okay, so then somehow this transitions to 
He wants to give his backstory now about his, his life. Wait, you didn't say. Uh, though, throughout the world, all ATs use that program as an intermediate intermediary and connect with Skylink. No, to be more specific, I should say the ATs gathered together and formed that huge cyberspace. If via Skylink, all the ATs in the world came under that control, what then? Yeah. Skating isn't the only use ATs have. They're used throughout the military industry. If you were to control all of them, if you, by your desire alone, wanted to rule the world, what could we do? Ha. ATs are the avatars, it- right? No, ATs are their skates. Oh, he's saying yeah, he's saying if you control all ATs, you control the world. Yeah, control the skates, uh, you control the world. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, yeah. I'll try to keep this short. I was born in America, but my father's native land was Africa. In that time, I played. Now, even e- now, even a soccer ball decorates my desk. For you, you can't imagine people lived like that, stood like that, burned as charcoal. Obama loves air tracks. What is his past? <laughs> It says a line while showing immolated African American African corpses, like people being. Are they corpses? I mean, they, we know that they're. We know they're all, but like, they're, when I saw this, I was like, "What is? What's happening?" They're like black and like looking evil. They're like black. <laughs> they're like they're like black pitch, like charcoal black now. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, brown. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So right. final issue. So to recap, okay. nonsense. Let's go. Final issue. This this is the most sen- this is the most. Uh, Logical one. This is your typical stuff where you introduce a new character in a long-running shonen series, and you're like, I want the reader to like them, so I'm just going to give them a backstory for yeah. a whole issue. So Obama is a flashback to him when he was a kid in Africa, because he grew up in Africa, because uh, <laughs> the Republicans are right, he was a fucking African all the time. Well, it's because it's because this isn't Obama, this is Omaha. Omaha grew up in Africa. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Omaha is not Obama. Yeah, right, Phil. He has the Kenyan birth certificate. An interesting past, raised in a boundless land. Omaha's childhood. <laughs> That's the title. Again, every time they sh- they show the, the storyteller here, it's Emily doing a gesture, and in the back behind yeah. her, it's Obama doing that same gesture. And she's doing the cute thing of like poking her cheek, and it shows just Obama <laughs> poking his cheek. It's actually my favorite part. Is they constantly keep it up where it's like, remember, it's Obama. In there. Yeah, don't forget, it's not eye candy. It's Obama. Oh, no, Obama is eye candy. Oh, that helps true, you enjoy true. it more. Yeah, I can't tell if I like Obama more. As a little girl, uh, a little girl or, <laughs> or a barbarian. <laughs> quick, quick poll: Who do you like Obama more as, a barbarian or a teenage girl? Teenage, teenage girl. girl. Teenage girl. Yeah. <laughs> I might say barbarian, but that teenage girl <laughs> is a teenage girl. So in this town, uh, basically, there's an oil pipeline that ran through their uh, small African village. Keystone pipeline. Keystone pipeline ran through the African village. He wanted to be a soccer player, uh, and he had a sister called Hatch, uh, which is a very African name. I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, probably not. But, uh, also, he says he wants to be like Pele and these people who are. No, he says he wants to be like Maradona or Pele and Beckenbauer. Pele, but they, but they're aren't they like the same age as him? Like how? That's a good point. He's not whatever. that. Whatever, whatever. Let's fucking analyze this. All right. Oh, oh, this continuity error of Obama wish to bring people that or have separated him. Uh, yeah, he's he's talking about in the past. Whatever. Okay. But anyway, so the, a, a, a terrorist attack blows up the pipeline, and oil all starts leaking. And uh, the, everyone in the town so gets up in the middle of the night to try to collect the oil because they don't want the oil to leave their country because uh, they want to export it. And so they all gather up the oil. And um, uh, while they're doing that, uh, Hatch starts crying because she, she's like a little kid. And she's like, I can't do this. Wah. So then uh, Obama takes her aside. And, uh, it's, like the, it's like the stereotypical like big anime brother taking care of the little like sister. And mm-hmm. he goes, look, it's Fun Baba. Don't cry, Hatch. He keeps calling himself Oh, I didn't Fun catch Baba. that. Fun, Fun Baba, okay. And he's like, and she's like, Boogoo, Fumbaba, Fumbaba. <laughs> That's a great one. Wait, why? What is Fumbaba? It's his, nick, his nickname. His name is Fun like, Obama. I thought it was Barry like, Obama. 
The chameleon should have read this. No, it's but basketball <laughs> old baller. Yeah, old baller. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, Obama's dad was started smoking cigarettes because uh, Obama's dad raised him. He taught him socialism. Fucking that bullshit <laughs> propaganda spin now. It's not true. But anyway, so um, his father, like a typical socialist, started smoking cigarettes in front of the oil and <laughs> blew up and killed everyone. Because uh, what socialism does, it kills everyone around you. Uh, and uh, but, but Obama was safe because while he was taking his sister to console her. Uh, he was out, out of the way of the blast. So he's the one that survived. Is this true? Oh, this is a pretty horrific, horrific scene. No, no, this is true. <laughs> I saw things that, even now, remain burned in my mind. You have to have the girl voice with the Obama inflection. Okay. The gas entered their lungs and, <laughs> in an instant, burned people up from the insides. The sinewy muscles stiffened from the shock, and each person, standing upright, turned to charcoal, as if inside the fires of hell. I guess Mickey Mouse is teen girl Obama. <laughs> 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 it makes sense with the uh, Kingdom Hearts stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's fun. Bomb was taking away Hatch. She's like, oh, Onicha, what's wrong? Is this fun? Uh, no, it's not fun. <laughs> then why are you laughing? And uh, he's laughing because he says um, he's crying in this page. Later on, if I laugh uh, because it will make you smile, I will. But he also says, I wish such a terrible thing hadn't happened. Yeah. And it's a picture of Obama like crying and bleeding out of his mouth at the same time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would have liked if they superimposed the teenage girl's face here, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, he's, and he's, still, he's still laughing when they get back, and he explains, uh, From that day, I've been like this, continually laughing back then when I lost my father. It was for the sake of my younger sister. Now, it's for the sake of the world. For one day, children throughout the world are able to laugh from the bottom of their heart. I believe that will be the greatest blessing for everyone. And while he's giving this impassioned speech, we're, get, we're getting another side of this girl's um, camel toe. Yep. Yeah. Well, she is in short shorts sitting down. So you can't not draw her in short shorts uh, in camisole doing this impassioned speech about why he has to keep being positive to, uh, and give people hope, right, Daryl? They always call yeah. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> and so the, the girl is like sitting there saying the speech, and next to him, next to her, is like a faded Obama, like, obviously giving the speech, <laughs> so which is another great scene. It's and then so good. we see a picture of the, the main characters with their heads in their arms, and it looks like they're sleeping, like his last speech. And he goes, sorry, it seems that I don't have anything that you guys can relate to. Well, the speech is over. And then they pick their heads up and they're covered in tears crying. And, and it's comedic tears. Like, you know, in anime when people <laughs> cry from the nose and stuff. Yeah. That's, a huge yeah. that's how they're crying. Like, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for my rudeness before. I'm so sorry. And, and you're the president. But that's what I meant. By <laughs> no. I, th- I thought they were calling your challenges. And so like, because he's actually so childish, wanting to go around Japan that they thought he was full. He was just an uh, empty candidate. But now. No, it's because they like him being childish. I feel like you you need to read more shonen. They never talk about things being childish as being bad. Innocent is good. Pure is good. Childish is good. It's never about, it's adults that are bad. And that's why they respect Obama here because he's like, yeah. I just want to see their child, uh, the smiling faces of all the kids in the world. And he says, yes, let's, we can. So I get it. He was actually, he was saying sorry because they fell asleep during his previous speech because it was boring adult stuff. Yep. Yeah. And he says, uh, yes, uh, let's, we can. <laughs> Translator's note. This is an unclean text from original <laughs> Ross. Not our fault. The author of Eric doesn't English as well as he thinks he does. You know what? You can fucking translate that. You fucking You're answer. a fucking translator. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they wanted to keep it to show you how funny it is. This guy who wrote this in Japanese is an idiot because he doesn't know English. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So uh, he says, uh, the regulation is important. Uh, it's too powerful. We have to make sure children are happy. So we have, we have, it can be very dangerous in the hands of other people. So we have to make sure you guys get it. The fucking skate. 
uh, skating crew. Well, he's just like saying, like, since you guys have the same spirit that I've always had, like, you guys can do better with it than evil people. Yeah, I, the 44th president of the United States, uh, Barack Hussein Obama. No, John Enkidu Omaha, which is great, too. <laughs> and it's still the teenage girl. I, I just don't, like, Enkidu from Gil- the Epic of Gilgamesh? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so uh, the, the helicopters, a helicopter comes to pick up Michael... Mick and Jane. Oh, I totally forgot they even existed. <laughs> yeah, they they have to be named because of this one scene. Uh, you know that's how you do writing. You you foreshadow beforehand. They're they're important later on. In the <laughs> Foreshadowing by introducing yeah. characters. Yeah, by telling you their names again. Let's some some quality translation. It doesn't matter if that speech about the sky regalia was needed. It's not like it's like this. Make it stick. The sky's the limit. That's the spirit, right? And Obama goes, "Oh, if I had been born to change generation, you guys, I would be present. Maybe I would have been a soccer player. Besides." You have got me to win with your strength, right? <laughs> I smiled in the end, huh? He didn't have any help. It's entrusted if you have heart. That's enough to fly away. That's the so end. So I guess what they're saying is, like, his speech before sucked because he didn't have any heart, but now because he showed you have heart, that's why they like him now. Because he shows you young at heart, like Daryl said, because he's childish, so he's now they, they yeah. relate to him. And he, and he smiled in the end, like, like Obama wanted. Okay, yeah. we have to give credit where credit's due. This book is great. The fan translation is given by someone who calls himself nothing without sin. So, <laughs> so there's yeah, that. that. That's that's the translation circle. Yeah. But, uh, so that was Air Gear. Oh, yeah, I have to clarify this. When I say this was, this was this story, it makes it sound like this was the end of Obama's involvement in the story. He becomes part of, like, a final fight with bosses. Him and uh, uh, Emily's body is, like, the final, it's like, a, he fights enemies with Emily's body. Wait, they don't get switched back? No, they do get switched back eventually, but like after the final fight. <laughs> and uh, Emily was stuck, stuck in Obama's body, unable to partake, because she was stuck in uh, an old uh, black guy's body. That's that's a really weird thing to do to one of yeah. your main characters. It's just to feel like, you know, Obama's more interesting than her. <laughs> uh, which was the worst and which was the best? Well, well this was the worst. The thing is, like, yeah, the Obama in the girl's body is going to be the worst. Like it's, it's the worst to read. Yeah. Um, it's the best to talk about, but is the worst to read. It, okay, I think I enjoyed reading this more than Howard the Dog. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> I did it. I, I fucking hated it. Do you, do you know what you remind me of? There's a, there's, a, there's a psychological effect where if you're listening to a phone call, like somebody else, else having a phone call, you will, the scientists have proven you will rationally get angry because uh, you're only getting half. No, it's, it's proven. It's proven. You'll fucking contradict me. It's proven. Right no, I don't <laughs> because because what happens is slide prove this. Prove no, this science proves it. Science proves it. This stays on. This stays on the fact where your mind, uh, because of our way we interpret language, our mind will automatically try to fill in the blanks of the conversation. And since so we have, since we we can't completely, we will get naturally frustrated. So we'll, oh, we'll like get, if you listen to half of a phone call. Yeah, half a phone call. Okay. Mind. Okay. I thought it's like if you pick up a phone, you just start getting mad. Or no, it's no, no. <laughs> I thought Sly was scientifically justifying why he gets so mad at us over Skype. <laughs> no, no, no. But because because this is, when you have your mind is trying to parse together something that it can't feasibly parse, it gets rationally mad. Okay, that uh, that's sense. how I felt reading this book. I got mad. You got mad when I read it. I <laughs> was say. I hated. I didn't get it, mad. But talking about it was a lot of fun. But that doesn't make you, it got, you got mad? You guys got mad at this? I, I got was, mad at I, I, I was like, I didn't like it, but... On? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, anger? I mean, I felt like I was wasting my time. It wasn't like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like purposeful anger, like, oh, it made a wrong decision. It was like, I'm trying to parse this, mate. I'm trying so fucking hard. I did research <laughs> on this, and I still don't fucking understand what's happening. 
I think you guys have like a semblance of how we feel reading some comics sometimes. You, you can't compare this to fucking any comic. <laughs> no, it, no, this is worse. No, this I understand worse. where Daryl's coming but from. But it's like when we read Howard the Duck and it opens with him eating a gingerbread man, you're like, this is good, like anti comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't think I didn't I didn't pick up on any of the tropes I was supposed to, and like I think that happened also. Like they're all saying, that's why you guys liked it because you guys were like I picked up on the Charles Trump <laughs> on the Teen Girl Body Swapping Trump. This is, this is great. I <laughs> no, love it. I, I, well, no, I no. I like it because I like the idea of Obama telling a very sad story in a little girl's body. <laughs> that just sounds really good. Obviously, they're in the uh, a virtual setting where their bodies were swapped on the way out. Okay, yeah. so what was so what was everyone's favorite? Brock the Barbarian. Brock the uh, Barbarian. Brock the Barbarian. Okay. I think the Spider-Man story is still, like, fun. Yeah, it's not a, It's not a story, though. It's yeah, just, but, yeah. yeah, it's just, like, a cameo. Not the original version. The one that, not the one we read. The <laughs> revisionist one was kind of closer to it. I kind of like the original version for that, because that story didn't need padding. It was so dumb. You don't need to be like, here's what Chameleon was doing before but he Joe got... But Joe Biden and John McCain. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think we, we spent enough time talking about this. We have some letters that we will save. But okay. feel free to write in at divisiveissues at gmail.com or divisiveissues on Twitter. Or I've been taking questions from the Comrade Radio Facebook group, and that's always great. Speaking of which, we have a big announcement from a week and a half ago <laughs> that we have a new show on the network. Yay! So I'd like to officially welcome Tales from the Static to the Comrade Radio Network. It's a really great show. I listened to the entire show in one afternoon. The episodes are short, and it's pretty new. It's, what is it about? It's basic. I'm about to tell you. It's, ba- it's <laughs> I'm trying to be, you know, like prodding. Ryan, not me, a different Ryan, is yeah. reviewing an episode by episode thing of a really old, super, super obscure horror anthology show. So it's basically like uh, really cool creepy pastas. Oh, that's really cool. I want to read that in podcast form. Yeah, it's it's. I really like it. Ryan, you is doing that. No, right? a different Ryan. Oh, not you. Also, uh, it's the episodes are only about fifteen minutes apiece. They come out every week, and they're awesome. And the music is really good, so I recommend it. Cool. cool and every cool. that and every other show can be found at comraderadio.com. I actually want to listen to that one, unlike our show, <laughs> <laughs> especially after this episode. <laughs> and as always, please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. We've gotten a little more traffic on Stitcher lately. But the sad part is Stitcher tells you how long they listen for. So I know when people quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. We're pretty shitty. Yeah, we're pretty shitty. Well, so- sometimes it's useful for gathering information. Where do we start to suck? Oh, five, five seconds. <laughs> when uh, Daryl starts speaking, everyone just stops listening for some reason. Yeah, that's yeah. me. <laughs> so, recommendations? <laughs> Does anyone have recommendations? I have one. I'll go first. I'll go first. I am going to recommend a single issue from Grant Morrison's Action Comics. It's Action Comics number 9 of the New 52. Basically, it's a standalone single issue, and the premise is, what if Obama was Superman? And it's basically like Superman. It's obviously Obama. It's not really, but it, it's... It's like this John Omaha, basically Obama. Yeah, exactly. And it's he has the powers of Superman, and he uses them to intervene in the Middle East and uses his physical power to kind of push political power to get his idea of what the world should be like. And so he's even more of a dictator. Yeah, well, it's... So, like, the Red Sun was a, was a warning of, against Obama's presidency, <laughs> yeah. right? but it's still done in, like, a... He's still moral and he's still the good guy, but it raises the questions of, like, is it right to use your power for good 
when it's a power that the rest of the world doesn't have. It's a really, really good single issue, and I highly recommend it. I was going to recommend, I haven't actually played this game, but <laughs> uh, Metal Wolf Chaos for Xbox is a game where you play as... Developed by From Software. Yep, who made Armored Core, Dark Souls, etc. Um, they made a game in 2004 where basically you play as Woodrow Wilson's grandson as the new president of the United States, and it gets taken over by like a, a rebellion or whatever, a coup, and he goes into a mech... To take back America. That <laughs> sounds perfect. I can't. I don't know if it's actually fun, but uh, come on, <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, if you like uh, seeing Obama, if you like the manga where Obama's on a young girl's body talking about his history and like his <laughs> his philosophy, have I got a fanfic? Uh, I recommend Audacity of Hope by Barack Obama. Uh, no, I don't. I never read it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's your recommendation. Fucking. I actually never read it, but I recommend it. It's full of recommended. Uh, Arab will recommend this thing. I never read. I recommend the meme Obama chuckled. You mean the Chaos Emeralds? It's pretty good. <laughs> Did you just recommend a meme. Go out, yeah. go out and buy it at your local meme dispensary. Pepe Pepe is illegal now, but you can buy it. Thank you, President Hillary Clinton, for setting up meme dispensaries yeah. on every corner. Yeah. I think this is an ADR of our recommendations. Like, <laughs> it's it's weird when you read a story about Obama starring in different things. It's like, what do I recommend? It's like, do I recommend Obama stuff for president? I stuff? recommend uh, moderate progressive policy. I recommend uh, Eyes on the Prize about this. <laughs> oh well, that's banned now. Thanks, President Trump. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Okay. Thanks, President Clinton. <laughs> you guys have to write in and tell us who's president because we don't know right now. <laughs> and we still don't know. <laughs> that would be so cool if I got an email from the future right now that was like, by the way, Gary Johnson, 2016. Yeah, from Gary Johnson's campaign. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway. So, I... Uh, thank you for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been Aig. I've been Fun Baba. I've been USMC Special Reaction Team member Mick. <laughs> and I've been John Enkidu Omaha. Stick. Let's we change. <laughs> Let's we can. Go to the change. <laughs> it's change. Stay got Change, change this channel. Turn it off. We've got the strongest job growth since 1999. We produce more oil here for the first time. For the first time. Our economy is growing like 1999 The crime rate came down for the first time For the first time For the first time Get it, get it, like 1999 Get it, get it, like 1999 Comrade Radio Dot com, independent podcasting network